welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello everybody, how you doing today? In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a 6th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I'm a brown sash in Kung Fu and have been training for over 3 years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show, and beyond. Now, um, today's topic um, is about a book, and it's a book that I have not heard mentioned in the Karate Kid movies or Cobra Kai shows specifically. However, Mr. Miyagi's teachings to Daniel use some of the lessons from that book, so I thought we'd cover it today. So today's topic is the book called Sun Tzu's Art of War. Now, a little personal history, being in martial arts, I've heard about Sun Tzu's Art of War before, and the lines of the book have been used in martial art movies a lot over the years. However, it did not come to my attention as something useful in other areas of life until one of the producers at Universal Studios told me about it. You see, um, I used to visit him when I worked at Nickelodeon Studios when I lived in Florida. Uh, we had a meeting about a movie that he was trying to get started, and I was there to help him, and um, I met him a few times, and uh, he told me on one occasion that he recommended uh, this book, Sun Tzu's Art of War, to me, and he said that would be useful um, in the film and television industry. So that's why it was first brought to my attention. So, you know, over the years, I've strayed away from reading it only because um, I thought it was more about military um, strategies, and I didn't know it was applicable in business and in uh, martial arts. So um, our work task today, like we typically do in our podcast, will be focused on learning about some of the key points in Sun Tzu's Art of War. Now, um, this particular podcast will be brought, broken into two pieces eventually, okay? So today's um, topic will be just be half of the book, okay? And then the next time we do this topic, we'll do the other half of the book, okay? Just like we did with uh, uh, stretching and meditation, okay? So anyways, um, lesson number one in Sun Tzu's Art of War is to choose your battles, Okay? And it quoted here, he will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. Okay? Now, I think that's a basis for most of the Karate Kid movies and also in martial arts in general. Okay? Because you have to know when to fight and when not to fight. Okay? And as uh, Mr. Miyagi said in uh, the next Karate Kid, uh, fighting is no good, but when you fight, win. <laughs> so I thought I'd throw that in there just to be funny. So that's why you have to know when to fight. Uh, lesson number two, timing is essential. The quality of decision is like a well-timed swoop of the falcon, which enables it to strike and destroy its victim. So um, I thought it'd be kind of interesting on this one. Um, this is used in uh, uh, Johnny Lawrence's uh, eagle fang mentality, where he has the eagle that swoops down and destroys everything. Destroys the snake and destroys the Cobra Kai and so on and so forth. So um, the timing is essential when, when uh, in self-defense. Okay, we'll talk a little bit more about that during the, the martial art portion. But anyways, uh, lesson number three, know yourself, 
know the enemy. It is said that if you know your enemies and know yourself, you will be imperiled in a hundred battles. If you do not know your enemies, but do know yourself, you will win one and lose one. If you do not know your enemies, nor yourself, you will be imperiled in every single battle. So um, it's very important that, um, you know, in, in business and in uh, uh, job situation when you're being competitive for someone else's position or job or just competitive in your business, um, you need to know yourself and uh, know the enemy. Okay, so if you have competition nearby, um, you need to know yourself and what you're, what you're good at. Okay, I've thought about that a lot, um, especially since we just opened the, uh, the studio here in January. Um, looking at uh, you know what are we what are we particularly good at what are we what can we focus on that would be that we could tell people that we specialize in okay so sometimes if you don't specialize in anything then uh, people think that you're watered down because you're not focused on one particular thing a lot of people don't like the the fact when you can be a jack of all trades master of none they want you to be a master of some so and then of course know your competition you know know your know your you don't have to know like your enemy cannot be just be like a competitor it could also be uh, the enemy could be like know your market in general so like if you're in the martial art industry or in business food industry whatever you have to know your market okay so know what's out there what people are charging uh, how much things are going for what you can control your cost to be, and then, of course, uh, be successful that way, okay? And it's the same thing with uh, jobs, too. You know, you have to show that you're uniquely qualified for that job. So it's very important that you know both. Now, lesson number four, have a unique plan. All warfare is based on deception, okay? And uh, they use this just to kind of reinforce um, Things like the movie, uh, the Forgotten Kingdom, no, the Forbidden Kingdom, Forbidden Kingdom, and also um, uh, the Enter the Warrior's Gate. Both those two movies are almost exactly the same, and um, they use that in there. You know, especially in the Forbidden Kingdom, he says, "Oh, martial arts is based on deception." So I can it sees they use a lot of times they use the Sun Tzu's Art of War in, in martial art movies. Okay, so lesson number five. Dis disguise your plans. Disguise your plans. So when able to attack, you must seem unable. When using our forces, we must seem inactive. When we are near, we must make the enemy believe that we are far away. When far away, we must make, our, make him believe that we are near. Okay? So you have to disguise your plans. Okay? Um, sometimes I can, the best thing I can contribute to that right now is that, uh, when we play uh, card games, it's a new card game we're playing, and um, sometimes it's better if you unleash your uh, your hand all at the same time. You know, so if you hold on to your hand and you have a plan, have a unique plan. <laughs> Lesson number four: have a unique plan. Then you can lay them all down at one time, and then you don't have people can't steal them from you. Okay. Um, so that's why sometimes it's good to disguise your plans. Um, especially when you're getting ready to re release something new. 
so that people don't copy you. Because like uh, to further use, you know, some of the things we talked about, the Forbidden Kingdom and Enter the Warrior's Gate are almost identical movies. If you talk about it with people online, they're almost identical. And you know that someone found out about it and then did a movie that was very similar to it. And that happens all the time in the film and television industry. Okay? Uh, there's plenty of examples to show that. So anyways, um, moving on to how does the Sun Tzu's art of war apply to martial arts? First, in the physical training. Okay, so I composed a list of things that you can do in martial arts that are very similar to these first five lessons. Okay, one is the word decide. Okay, first, a martial artist needs to decide whether a conflict needs to occur at all. Okay, that's important. Okay. You can't just hole off and uh, smack somebody just because you feel like it, okay, or because they offended your feelings or something. You have to, you have to uh, decide if, if, this, if this conflict's going to occur at all from a physical perspective, okay? The second one um, is reaction, okay? Uh, now, they were, um, in the art of war, they focused on um, the beginning on timing, so this is very important. Your reaction to it um, in martial arts, if you decide the conflict needs to occur, it needs to be swift. Okay, so it needs to be a swift reaction. And it also needs to be appropriate reaction. Okay, uh, someone, like for example, someone pushes you, you can't just punch them in the nose and break their nose. You have to have an appropriate reaction to what was done to you. Okay. Now, the next one is a uh, self defense thing as well. This is something that I've been quoting over the years. Uh, I'm not sure where I got it from. I just kind of been using it. Um, I do something called, I teach something called the stinger, okay? The stinger. And what I mean by that is this. Um, one of the uh, drills that we do in class is called bodachagi, or you use a stop kick for a first attack. And you do this in lieu of a block. So instead of a block, someone is threatening to attack you, they're getting closer and closer and closer, you've kind of warned them, you've kind of stepped back, then you, uh, you think that the, the conflict is, is intimate, then you go ahead and just simply attack first. Okay, so you get them with a stop kick. A stop kick is usually a side kick or a heel kick or very similar to that. And what you do is you use it to be quick to keep them at bay so that they're not coming, they're not getting close to you. Okay. Um, this also gives your opponent away from you, giving you a chance to think. It also gives them a warning shot. Um, there's a lot of reasons for it. In self-defense, where you know that this is going to be a serious conflict and that you have to really focus on defending yourself quickly, let's say, for example, they're threatening violence, they're threatening more than violence, they're threatening maim, they're threatening death, whatever they're threatening, you're going to have to be swift on this. And the stinger is a way to be, you have to be quick, okay? And the same thing with like a kid attacking an adult. I teach this the same way. The stinger, you do it really quick, it kind of shocks the central nervous system of, the, of your enemy's body, uh, thus enabling you to, to follow up attack afterwards and to give them their kind of reeling and uh, unsure about what just happened. And they, uh, you get use that opportunity to seize the moment, okay? Um, so when the timing's right, you sting them and then move in very quickly with a, with a counterattack, okay? Um, 
So that's, that's a very important, the stinger is, um, to take advantage of that moment of surprise that you, that you got when you stung them, hit them first, um, and then after that you continue to uh, attack until you've neutralized the situation. Okay? And once again, back to the reaction, how much is needed to neutralize the reaction. Okay? We were watching a TV show last night, for example, and the guy was being a jerk, and he uh, kind of threatened him with a knife uh, in the TV show, and he got him down, and then once he got him down, he hit him, and then he kept on hitting him. And that's the thing I see a lot in movies, where they just keep on hitting the person um, in some of these more violent movies. And I'm like, you got to stop, dude. You know, so like a lot of times I see that, I'm like, you got to stop. The guy has been, he's, it's done. The conflict is done. The guy was wrong but you don't need to take it to the nth degree. And that's what a martial art is supposed to have the responsibility to determine. Okay? Next, uh, hone and sharpen. Okay? Your skills um, are honed and sharpened by repetition and also balanced with uh, frequent critique. Okay? And that's the reason why uh, you attend class. You know, so when people attend my class, um, I critique their techniques, telling them what they're doing well, as well as one things things they can improve on to get better. Okay, and that critique is important because that allows us to shape our our techniques and to sharpen them so that they are um, effective and strong. Okay, so that's all I have for the uh, physical training part of the martial art. Now, as far as the mental training, now. The Sun Tzu's art of war is as much mental as it is physical, okay? Um, to use the concept that we used earlier in the um, physical part, the hone and sharpen, you can also hone and sharpen your mind so that you are strong in the face of conflict, okay? And you want to be strong in the face of conflict so that you don't lose yourself to anger, uh, acting crazy, or following along with something just because of the fear of conflict, okay? So sometimes, you know, the way people are, you know, when they're stressed out, um, they become kind of a different person because they're, 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 their intentions may be good, but they're, they're kind of losing themselves, you know, um, you know to, because of the, just the fear and just because of, Things and shaping them around them. So, for example, um, I'm trying to. This is kind of a loose example, but um, uh, a grandmother and her grandkids came in to start class the other day, and, and a class is fairly large. And I I feel like that she was a little bit overwhelmed. Okay, so people start doing interesting and weird things whenever they're stressed out. They start acting differently. They don't. They don't act like they normally do, um, and it's because of the they're stressed out. So I um, talked to them afterwards, and also talked to them uh, and, and suggested that maybe they come to a smaller class um, where they could uh, have a little bit more individual attention because some people need that, especially younger kids. They need a little bit of the individual attention to uh, kind of welcome them into the class into the to get started. And then uh, the last one here for mental training is uh, stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. 
Okay, so no matter what happens, and this is kind of advice to uh, the kids in my class as well as my my, uh, my my kids, my younger kids, is to stay true to yourself. No matter what happens in life, you want to stay true to yourself. You don't want to change yourself um, too much away from your core beliefs and your core um, attitudes. So. Um, unless there's something inside of you that needs that you think would make you a better person, then you can of course change some of those to, over the years, and that that does happen as you uh, as you uh, get older. So, anyways, um, just to wrap up a little bit, um, remember every single week we have a secret phrase, and the secret phrase this week is the art of war. Okay, so the art of war. Okay, so as I said, um, the Sun Tzu's Art of War is kind of a bigger topic. It was one that I couldn't do all in one podcast, so we'll do the um, the next half of that. So, like for example, today I covered the first five lessons, and I believe there's ten lessons in total, maybe eleven. So I'll do the uh, next half at the um, the next Sun Tzu Art of War topic. Okay. The technique of the week. We always have a technique of the week each week. This week is the stinger, okay? Because when you sting someone, it's like a wasp or a bee sting, and it enables you to uh, use that moment, that moment to, um, to defend yourself all the way, okay? And that stinger can be used, like I said before, it could be used to do your combination or your follow-up attack afterwards. It could also be used to sting and then run away. There's nothing wrong with run away. I keep on telling people that all the time. Martial arts is not about uh, winning. It's about it's about not about beating someone up. It's about getting out of the situation. So if you get out of the situation, problem solved. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter what anybody thinks of you. It matters. You know, did you resolve the conflict? Did you resolve the conflict in a peaceful way um, through talking or through a stinger and leave? or through a follow-up attack, okay, whatever is necessary, okay? And the follow-up attack could be all to bigger parts of the body, like arms, chest, so that you're not really hitting them in sensitive parts of the body, like you would a, a, a more severe enemy, someone who wants to do you very big harm. So, anyways, um, remember that uh, we're here every week, learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and hopefully a better world. I hope that you enjoyed your rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.